It's Jesse. If you're hearing this, that means my limited edition capsule collection for Joe Fresh is out now. <laughs> In select stores and at joefresh.com, I designed matching pieces for the entire family in a really fun, bold checkerboard print, including a baby romper, toddler and kids dress, a kids t-shirt and short set, a shirt for men, and the cutest women's linen short set that you will live in all summer long. Every piece is under $35 and warning, you will get compliments wherever you go. Shop it now before it's gone. This week on Phone a Friend. It's a new week, which means Harry and Megan have made a new enemy. Can AI host this podcast better than I can? Yes, I think I can, Jesse. And I phone the now infamous OnlyFans model who left Piers Morgan speechless on live television. You're saying that I do bad stuff? Great. Tell them how bad my stuff is. Tell them how <laughs> grotesque it is. Let them know so they subscribe. After this call, I am considering a career shift to OnlyFans. So this could be the last podcast episode I do. I'm just saying, enjoy it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Girl, let's phone a friend with Jesse Kutschick. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Crookshank, and I have survived five days with my kids on summer break. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, Jason, are you standing? Hi. <laughs> yes. Definitely Jason, standing. Come on. That is too much. Sit down. I'm a survivor. Hi, Jay, my producer. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It's officially summer. Yeah. I can feel it. It feels good. I know. It feels good. Although you should know my mental state going into this episode and into the summer, very fragile. It really is. Because, I mean, sorry to quote our own show, it has been a week 
For me, my boys graduated from TK Transitional Kindergarten last week. They're starting kindergarten in the fall. On the same day, Romy graduated, well, not really even graduated, like aged out of daycare. They kicked them out at two. Like literally they turn two and they have to pack up their little diapers and wipes and like a bandana on a stick and march out of daycare down to the actual little preschool. So she started in a summer program there with all these big kids, like big two and a half year olds. And I'm just having a real, my kids are growing up so fast week, you know? Yeah. Mm. All at once. All It's all happening at once. And I discovered this about myself. I'm also highly susceptible to wealthy, out-of-touch celebrities talking about how they have, like, taken time away from work to spend more time with their kids, which is not realistic for regular people who need to earn money to keep said kids alive. But I'm scrolling. I see a video of Blake Shelton, okay? Iconic mother. Blake Shelton, the, you know, the mother we all look up to, saying he left the voice to spend more time with his, not even his kids, with Gwen Stefani's kids. He's all like, life is short, time is precious, they grow up so fast. And suddenly I'm weeping, like, yes, Blake Shelton, life is short, I need to quit everything to be with my kids. And then I like spent five minutes with my kids. And I was like, what summer camps can I put them in and for how long? I'm just, I'm in an emotionally unhinged state right now, Jason. And honestly, I think it's going to make for a great podcast. Like I'm, I'm buckled up and ready to go. (laughs) Buckle up in your Ferrari, if I may say, because (laughs) what a guest we have today. Oh my God. What a get on Phone a Friend. So if you've been on the internet watching parenting advice from Blake Shelton, you've probably also seen the viral video from Piers Morgan's show, Iconic Asshole Piers Morgan, where he tries to shame a super successful OnlyFans creator named Elbrook. He grills her about her life decisions, specifically, how could you leave behind a law degree for a career making adult content on OnlyFans? And she had what I think is the mic drop moment of 2023. You're going to be proud that you have your little ones and they look at you and go, didn't you want to be a lawyer, mummy? What happened? And you go, yeah, but look at all my stuff. They can cry in a Ferrari. I mean, oh (laughs) my God. Right? So good. You sent this to me. I sent this to you. We were like, did you see this? The clip has broken the internet. On Twitter alone, that clip has over 50 million views. It's the most viewed video from Piers Morgan's show ever. And it's not only sparked this this global conversation about OnlyFans, but people are hailing Elbrook as a feminist hero for what she said and how she handled herself. And she hasn't spoken out since the interview, since that clip went viral. Until now. Today, she agreed to take my call all the way from the UK for her first exclusive interview on Phone a Friend. What? Jason, this is a real exclusive. It's a big exclusive. It's a big exclusive. Like when I worked on eTalk, everything was an exclusive. It's like tonight is an exclusive because I'm wearing red with orange. Like whatever we could make an exclusive, we did. But this is real. This is caps locks. Hashtag yeah. exclusive. Like she's everywhere and hasn't she's followed everywhere. up since. 
I know it's crazy. And you know what? I have so many questions for her because I truly want to educate myself on OnlyFans. Like when we made a list of guests we wanted for this show, I always told you I wanted to talk to somebody yes. who was big on OnlyFans because I don't understand like how it works. What does she do? What won't she do? What is the craziest thing she's done? How much money does she really make? That's what I want to know. Is it empowering? You know, and and sort of like Truly, what gave her the balls, okay, <laughs> the, the bollocks in British, to stand up to Piers Morgan on live national television? We're going to get to all of it. Jesse Cruikshank, uncensored. <laughs> Should we rename the show for yeah, today? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I just, I mean, I have questions about it. And I mean, you know me, Jay. I'm a prude. We've established that on this show. <laughs> I am a never nude. Yeah. I don't know how OnlyFans works. I do know that I keep seeing stories that are like, middle-aged housewife makes $10 million on OnlyFans. Or woman sells picture of her feet for $20,000 on OnlyFans. And I always think, like, I'm in the wrong business. I'm over here trying to make funny reels on Instagram (laughs) for no money when I could be posting pictures of my feet on OnlyFans for millions. Yeah. So I started thinking about this, Jace. As a legitimate stream of income, because I was remembering vaguely, I want to say like 10 years ago, maybe, there were pictures of my feet on some website. And I was like, I wonder if that's still the thing. Yes. So I Googled and Jason, please feel free to pull out the old Google and Google Jesse Cruikshank feet. Because not only is it still a thing, there is a page on, yes, please pull it up. Pull it up and be aroused. There's a page on wikifeet.com. There are 152 pictures of my feet. What? And over 100 million views on said pictures of my feet. And Jason, look, do you see it? Are you looking at it? This is wild. Actually, we have not spoken about this or looked this up. Well, why would we? I haven't thought about it in literally until today. So someone sees you put on like a Buzz Lightyear Band-Aid and they screenshot the photo and upload it to this website? So that was the craziest thing. And are these the numbers, the views? Yes. Six million, Every photo has like six million, eight million views. So there are pictures, like they'll take pictures of me in like a a strappy sandal or by the beach and, and post those and then zoom in onto the feet. But yes, that Buzz Lightyear one, Jason, was so crazy to me because like, and these are being actively updated. The one of you washing your feet with Ace is like is a moneymaker for sure. <laughs> that's the that's the $20,000 pick, okay? You know how much that soap costs? I probably took that from Dan Levy's apartment. I mean, honestly, the Buzz Lightyear one is so funny. That was, I was on tour and because I was wearing heels on stage, I kept getting these huge, like nar- nasty blisters. And at one point, the only Band-Aid I had in my luggage was from my child. So I I had a Buzz Lightyear Band-Aid on the instep of my foot and like thought it would be funny to post one story slide and someone screenshotted it and zoomed in on it. Like, what are they doing with that picture? Don't answer. Don't answer. Don't answer that. <laughs> I'm I'm like just in a rabbit hole now. You've really yeah, Jason's actually, we're not going to hear from him again for the rest of the episode. He's just, it, there's 152 pictures to look at. So enjoy. I texted you the Aesop one. Yes. Jason just sent me, uh, wow. No, that's a really, that's like a 
sexy one. Yeah. I believe that was an advertisement I did for a sh- for a, that shower head. <laughs> I have like wet feet in the shower and I'm like squirting the shower. Ew, I shouldn't even said the word squirting in the same sentence as discussing pictures of my feet. I just, I'm like, when I saw this, I, I, I was horrified. I was upset. I'm disgusted that I am only ranked a four out of five <laughs> stars. That is some absolute bullshit. A four? Look at those pictures. Look at that picture, Jason. Do you know how spectacular my feet are? I truly have often thought to myself, like, wow, God must have spent a little more time on my feet. Wish he had spent it on my nose, but no, he blessed me with flawless feet. They're a five. Are they not a five? I closed. I closed it. I could. I had to focus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a professional line, ladies and gentlemen. He cannot cross. If Jason, my producer, starts ranking my feet, next thing you know, it's hashtag me too. Mm-hmm. I, you did the right thing. Well, I'll tell you, they are my best feature. They're a hard five. I'm so confident about the allure of my feet now that I know millions of people are looking at them that I think maybe I should profit off of them instead of letting these pervs get off on my Buzz Lightyear Band-Aid for free. I'm going to ask Elle what she thinks, Jason. I'm also going to ask her how it all works when I phone her. So let's get to all of it before I become the next Black China and make $50 million off feet pics on Instagram and quit the damn podcast. It's been a week. It's been a week, yeah. Did you ever expect to wake up this morning, 8.25 a.m., and feast your eyes on hundreds of pictures of my feet. I just can't believe, like, how many pictures and views it has. You should be making money off of that. Thank you. You know, I often joke about how, like, I am not a sexy person, but I really do believe, as I look down at my feet, which have one gel pedicure left, the rest have peeled off, so I would need to maintain. It would be an expensive endeavor. I'd have to try. I'd have to really invest in that Aesop so, mm-hmm. but I think there's an opportunity there, Jason. I'm supportive. Will you executive produce my OnlyFans? I'm very supportive, yes. Oh, okay. I mean, we could honestly talk about my feet all day, and I'd be happy to because, once again, my best feature. But let's get into it. I want to begin by calling all thirsty moms. Calling all thirsty moms. This Sunday, while you were busy making the dad in your life breakfast in bed, giving him some homemade cards and a golf shirt, J-Lo was busy posting shocking thirst traps of Ben Affleck. (gasps) How touching. If you didn't see the photo, allow me to describe it in detail. Mm. Ben Affleck is standing bearded, brooding, shirtless, and likely bottomless, posing for a mirror selfie that appears to have been taken in a hotel bathroom. While his Phoenix full back tattoo is sadly not visible, his two full shoulder pieces are, with florals, angel wings, and crosses covering his rippling upper arms. His chest is covered in hair with a six-pack leading the eye to a treasure trail, flanked by sharp, protruding penal bones. I repeat, I am looking at Ben Affleck's penal bones, which I am pretty sure lead to a penis that J-Lo has cropped off just above the pubes for Instagram. Happy Father's Day! Just... As a point of comparison, on Father's Day, I posted a montage of my husband dancing with babies. (laughs) She posted her husband's nudes. 
I mean, this really appears to be a private photo he sent to her. And she was like, you know how people speculate that we fight all the time, you're miserable, and we're headed for divorce? This'll show them. Bam. I mean, I have discussed my attraction to Ben Affleck on this very podcast, but even I'm not sure that I needed to see this. I honestly think I get hornier for him holding three iced coffees and some Amazon packages. (laughs) It also made me think, actual question, should my husband be sending me semi-nudes? Is that a sign of a healthy relationship? Because full disclosure, in our 16 years together, I don't think I've ever received a sexy photo. I mean, is that a thing? Do you send each other sexy pics, Jason? Um, I don't know if I want like reveal this, but like sometimes as like as like a joke. Right. <laughs> Which totally. Is, maybe I don't know if that's healthy, but like, haha, look at this. No, that's absolutely healthy. Like okay. there's no way he would send me an earnest sexy right. picture because I would send a joke back, right? <laughs> That's like how we communicate. But not J-Lo and Ben. That is a, a, a serious, earnest, penal bone photo that he sent her and she shared with the world. Evan does not send me sexy pictures, but I do <clears throat> get sex daily. Like today, let me pull up my phone. Let's see what he wrote. Today he wrote, baby awake and screaming. Or still golfing. Can you do pickup? And fuck, Rio peed all over his pants. Are there extras in the trunk? (laughs) Ah, mm, mm. So look, J-Lo, my husband might not have uh, penal bones to show me, but he does know how to keep the fire burning. And that's Calling All Thirsty Moms. Calling All Thirsty Moms. Next, I want to tell you what's giving me night sweats, okay? And this is not the kind Adele gets in her spanks when she performs, thanks Adele, or J-Lo gets in her negligee when Ben sends her nudes. This is the kind I get in my oversized Run for the Cure t-shirt from crippling anxiety. Good, what's giving me the night sweats? What's giving me night sweats? I'm just going to say it. I am scared a robot is going to take my job. This is true. Everybody is telling me about chat GPT. And if you, like me, are like clinging to the past, longing for the days where you would record music off the radio onto a cassette tape or like call friends on your family's rotary phone, I will tell you what chat GPT is because I've discovered it this week. So it is a free website. It's it's all sort of driven by AI technology. It basically allows you to have human-like conversations with a Bot. So you can ask them to do anything for you. Write an email for you. Write an essay. Code something. Program something. Write a podcast segment. Jason, when I asked you about this yesterday, you were like, yeah, I use it all the time. Yeah. What? Yeah, every day. What do you use it for? It's sort of like a my a new Google for me. Like, I'll ask it, um, give me another word for this. Or I'll, <gasps> I'll put like an email blurb in there and I'll say like, check this for grammar or like kind of like rewrite this in a different way. Wow. I'll say, oh, I want to have a, a healthy dinner uh, with chicken. Like, give me ideas. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you got to get your penal bones cracking somehow. Yeah. So you might as well start with a healthy dinner from Chat GPT. Right. That's wild. I know I'm sort of late to the game, but now I'm obsessed with it. So this new study just came out saying that 300 million jobs will be taken by AI like Chat GPT in a matter of years, starting with tech jobs, administrative jobs, legal industry jobs, and media jobs. So now I'm freaking out, but I'm thinking like, I have a personality, I have thoughts, opinions. Surely I can't be replaced by a robot, or can I? As an experiment, I have opened up ChatGPT, okay, I'm on it right now, and I'm going to see if it can actually do what I do. Okay, I'm going to put in the search bar, hang on, podcast segment, Ben Affleck, hot, shirtless picture. It's generating. Let's see if it can do what I just did. You know, Jason? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, less than 20 seconds. It's done. It has created a podcast segment about Ben Affleck's hot shirtless picture. Okay, hang on. I'm choosing a female voice. Should we play it? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, I'm terrified. What if it's better than mine? Uh, let me present to you Chat GPT's Calling All Thirsty Moms. Calling All Thirsty Moms. I would like to discuss a topic that has captured the attention and admiration of many. Mm, very the remarkable charisma and undeniable appeal of a particular image featuring the esteemed actor, Ben Affleck, <laughs> in a state of shirtlessness. Oh, yes. State in the realm of Hollywood, of where the spotlight often shines brightly on the glitz and glamour, oh, yes. it is not uncommon for certain individuals to captivate our collective imagination. Wow. Ben Affleck's hot picture is a testament to this. <laughs> when we gaze upon this photograph... We are immediately struck by the dedication and effort that must have gone into crafting such a sculpted physique. Oh. It serves as a reminder that discipline and hard work can yield remarkable results. Inspiring. Inspiring us to push our own boundaries and strive for excellence. Yet, beyond the physicality of the image, there is a deeper allure at play. Ben Affleck's hot picture radiates a quiet strength and a magnetic presence that draws us in leaving us in awe of his undeniable charm and raw sexual appeal. Oh! Wow. What? Wow. Uh, should I feel threatened? <laughs> uh, that was good. It was good. I don't know. It was way better than I expected for a robot. Definitely used bigger words than I did. It was like a right. really, like a, a college essay. Strive about, for excellence. <laughs> yes, strives for excellence, inspiring us all. Wow. Well, you know what? She didn't use words like penal bone no. and treasure trail. Right. So frankly, I think my job is safe. Thanks, chat GPT. You're welcome. What's next? What's next? <sighs> change of, I'm just changing my headspace right now. And I I should say, you might all want to make sure you're sitting down for this one because it is heartbreaking. There has been a shocking death that I am so saddened to tell you about. The death of Meghan Markle's podcast. After only 12 episodes of Archetypes, Spotify and Meghan put out a joint statement that they have, quote, mutually agreed to part ways. On the one hand, I'm not surprised because Meghan and Harry love to part ways with things like Britain. (laughs) On the other hand, I am surprised because the podcast really like seemed like it was doing well. I mean, didn't it? They always were talking about how it was number one. She had huge guests like Serena Williams. She had Mariah Carey. I even listened to it. Okay, 
I hate listened to every episode. Did you hear any of it, Jace? I didn't listen to any of them, no. Oh my God, let me tell you. (laughs) First of all, the cover art is like, it's her in a white tank top, no makeup, black and white, real, raw. The show is called Archetypes with Megan. Not Meghan Markle, just Megan. And at the beginning of every episode, she's like, I'm Megan. <laughs> and it's better than 12 M. episodes. Yes. It's like her showing us like how real and raw she can be when it comes to feminism. It is so earnest. It is trying so hard. I'm trying to think of like an example. Oh, there's one episode that's about the word bitch, but Megan... Markle, Megan, just Megan, won't use the word bitch, Jason. She says the B word because she's Megan. It's like talking to a five-year-old. She says the B word. And every time she laughs, I really do feel it's like, it's actually like a chat GPT robot, like trying to laugh like a human. She'll be like, (laughs) 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 anyways, the whole thing is like her trying to prove that she's a real person. It just feels so contrived, so polished. It's truly like chat GPT made this $20 million podcast. And that's the thing. This was a $20 million podcast deal that Spotify made with them. And they signed it three years ago. And since then, she's only made 12 episodes. You know, I signed my $20 podcast deal four months ago. And this is episode 20 with an exclusive interview with a viral porn star. Okay. That is feminism. And that is productivity. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people think they quote parted ways, which let's be honest, Jason, also just code for got fired. Yeah, of course. Because she wasn't delivering enough content. And now a new report is saying that Megan allegedly faked interviews for the podcast, meaning her staff would interview the celebrities on the show and then Megan would come in later and they would record her re-asking the questions to be edited into the final version. By the way, Jace, are you available to do the phone call with Elle today? Yeah, I can uh, I can squeeze it in. Okay, perfect. Just let me know what I need to okay. record later. I'll just, I gotta go collect the eggs from my chicken coop, but God. happy to do it later. As an avid hate listener of archetypes, I think that that's true. It's pretty clear on every episode she'd have a big star who she would interview herself, and then there would be a few smaller stars or like experts or scientists, and she clearly never interviewed the nobodies. She'd do the big interviews, and then they would insert like setups from her that would lead into the sound ups from the experts. She doesn't have time for the little people, okay? She's got Oprah's parties to go to and lawsuits to file against all the press and possibly Spotify because days later, the head of Spotify's podcast innovation, Bill Simmons, said this on his own Spotify podcast. I wish I had been involved in the Megan and Harry leave Spotify negotiation. (laughs) The (laughs) grifters. That's the podcast we should have launched with them. Okay. I do know who Bill Simmons is. Thank you very much. My husband listens to his podcast and not mine, but I was not 100% sure what a grifter was. Am I like, does everyone know what that word means? I didn't. Okay, good. Because I Googled it. You probably chat GPT'd it, but I old timey Googled it. And I came to find that, quote, a grifter is a con artist, someone who swindles people out of money through fraud. (gasps) Wow. 
I know. He also previously said, quote, I'm so embarrassed I fucking have to share Spotify with them. This is the head of their podcast department who also shares Spotify with Joe Rogan. So they just like took the money but didn't put in the work is what he's saying. I guess so. I mean, and I'm sure like they cut off the deal at this point, but I'm sure they already made at least half of that $20 million, right? right. Like they've been paid out regularly for 12 episodes. I just, listen, I, I feel like I've said enough about Harry and Meghan on this podcast. I hope they land on their feet. I hope they find their way. I hope the chickens survive all of this. And I personally don't want to say another bad word about them. I'll let Kelly Osborne do it. I think Harry's a f***ing twat. <laughs> I do. I think he's a f***ing twat. He's a whining, whinging, complaining, woe is me, I'm the only one that's ever had mental problems. My life was so hard. Everybody's f***ing life is hard. Yeah, you were true. the prince of that's a goddamn true. country who dressed up as a f***ing Nazi and now you're trying to come back as the Pope? Suck it. <laughs> <gasps> and FYI, in case you were about to Google or chat GPT twat, like I did, <laughs> it's British slang for a stupid or obnoxious person. She said it. What's next? What's next? Buckle up in your G-Wagon for another round of Kardashian content. Kardashian content with a K. On last week's episode of The Kardashians, which Jason is watching feverishly for mm -hmm. us. Yeah. It's for work, right, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, it's for work. Pete Davidson's ex-girlfriend, Kim, revealed she's open to new love. And when you're a famous billionaire with four kids and an unstable ex-husband, you don't go on Tinder. No, you broadcast your pros and cons list on your Hulu reality show and then sit back and wait for the perfect man to land in your lap. Number one. Protect me. Number two, fight for me. Number three, good hygiene. Number four, calm. Five, no mom or dad issues. Six, patient. Seven, supportive. Genuinely happy for me. Successful. Good teeth. Spontaneous. Fun. My friends and family love him. Someone that can be a role model for my kids, especially that my boys can look up to. No heavy baggage. I have enough. Taller than me, someone that loves to work out, a motivated person, an independent person that's not clingy, and someone with good taste. Okay, that is a long-ass list. And I would say every woman deserves every quality on that list in a partner, especially the good teeth part. I mean, first and foremost, okay? I love that she was like, supportive, successful, independent, motivated, <laughs> good teeth. <laughs> Listen, she's Kim Kardashian. She can probably find a man with all of those qualities at this moment in her life. But if I were to become single with my three kits, the qualities I would look for in a man would be alive. <laughs> would take no teeth if he'd be with me and my three crazy ass kids. Like the options for women of a certain age with a certain volume of children are slim. But good luck to you, Kim. May he have good teeth or be open to Invisalign. Did you know Evan and I got his and hers Invisalign during the pandemic, Jason? Uh, uh, no. You didn't wonder why my mouth had such a glow up? Um, no, I didn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Perfectly straight teeth, the two of us. 
I mean, I never would have thought that you needed it. Well, I didn't, but Evan was very insecure about his teeth. Oh, so you did it as like supportive. I did it as to get the two for one. (laughs) No one wanted to go to the dentist during the pandemic and like open their mouth in the the middle of of a raging COVID. And like, we're vain enough to do it. We'll do it. So now we have perfect teeth, but we digress. Next, this is an actual headline from the weekend. I'm going to read it. Northwest caught slapping Jessica Simpson's daughter Maxwell on party bus for her 10th birthday bash. Are you kidding me? You want me to click on Trump indicted or missing Titanic submersible? When I see that headline, I have no choice. I had to click. So we've talked about these Kardashian kids' birthday parties before, and compared to the live stingrays at Stormy World or wherever they were, this was nothing. All North and her friends got was a sushi dinner at Nobu Malibu, followed by a party bus that took them to the Beverly Hills Hotel for a sleepover with custom PJs and mocktails. Which, I mean, I want to make fun of it, but when I say that out loud, I realize... That's my dream weekend. I mean, that's all I want. I could never afford it, but please, my birthday is in July. I'm just putting that out there. North, on the other hand, must have been pissed that she didn't get the private plane this time around because she got a little wild on the party bus. There is a video of her dancing to Miley's party in the USA, OVS, and at one point, she slaps Jessica Simpson's daughter on the cheeks. Now, let me just say, having investigated the slap video, while I probably should have been reading about Trump's indictment, this is not a full, like, real housewife slap like the headline suggests. It's not like a, it's more like a, just like a little playful slap on the cheeks. She's encouraging Maxwell to have more fun. And honestly, when I saw that, I was disappointed. I mean, if you tell me in a headline that I'm going to see one rich 10-year-old slap another one on a party (laughs) bus, that's what I expect. What a letdown. That's why we clicked it. Right. Gosh, foolish. And we should say at the time of this recording, 10-year-old Maxwell has not released a statement. Sorry if this was absolutely anticlimactic. I'm not sorry, frankly, that I gave up 60 seconds of my podcast to talk about it. Sorry, you know, Megan didn't. She was too busy talking to Gloria Steinem. Next, congratulations with a K to Kourtney Kardashian Barker, who announced she was pregnant at a Blink-182 concert by holding a sign that said, Travis, I'm pregnant. He jumped off the stage and kissed her, and then people were all up in arms. They were like, this is fake. He must have known she was pregnant. This was staged. I'm like, yeah, of course he knew. When he's not on stage, he is in her vagina. That man knows every crevice of that body. This was not actually a surprise to him. It was just a fun way to announce their pregnancy to the world. Also an homage to Blink-182's 1999 music video for All the Small Things, where a girl holds up a sign in the crowd that says, Travis, I'm pregnant. All the small things. <laughs> Truth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just remember they said sucks a lot. Anna, Nana. So congratulations to the happy couple and their baby. I'm pretty sure I saw it get conceived during True's fourth birthday party on season two of the Kardashians <laughs> <Yes>. on Hulu. <laughs> right next to the backpack wall. Finally. The Nana, Nana. Finally. Oh, God, that cannot be the song we end the show with. We must, we must 
find a different song before we get to the end of this episode. Finally, the Kardashians' former stepbrother and my former love interest, Brody Jenner, got engaged to not me this past weekend. He proposed to his pregnant girlfriend, Tia Blanco, at their baby shower. And if you haven't had a chance to Google her through tears at 3 a.m., I did it for you. She's a hot 26-year-old professional surfer. She's a vegan California girl with a six-pack who's won multiple international surfing competitions. And while I still think he would have had a great life with a Canadian comedian slash podcaster with freckles and a no-pack, in the words of Gwyneth Paltrow, I wish them well. <laughs> and that's your Kardashian content. Kardashian content with a K. You know, people still ask me what Brody Jenner whispered to me at the season finale of The Hills. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And wait, I don't know if I know the answer. Oh, I can't tell you, Jason. It's Why? Because it's the world's greatest kept secret. It's like the Bermuda Triangle or whatever the hell Trump was hiding in his files. I don't, see, I didn't read the article. Right, right. It's, a, it's, a, it's an important, it's a secret that I will take with me to the grave. Wow. And I'm sure Brody Jenner will too. I mean, he thinks about me all the time, especially when he's impregnating his 26-year-old surfer girlfriend. Ooh, okay, let's get, let's get to it. Uh, this week, a clip went viral of Elbrook, a 25-year-old OnlyFans creator from the UK, absolutely owning Piers Morgan on his show, Piers Morgan Uncensored. He brought her on the show essentially to try to shame her for dropping out of law school to become an OnlyFans model. And beyond telling him if she has kids one day and they're ashamed of what she does, they can, quote, cry in a Ferrari. She just, she had clapbacks for everything. Listen to this. I'm just curious about you being someone who embarked on a a law career, mm. was obviously very bright, went to university, packed it in just for money to be effectively an online stripper. I mean, that's what you do, right? Yeah, way worse than an online stripper. I mean, everything she said to him was smart. It was funny. And I want to know, like, what does she do? What is way worse than an online stripper? What won't she do? How much does she make? And what did she really want to say to Piers Morgan during that interview? Let's phone a friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Elbrook is one of the top OnlyFans creators in the world. She's also a pro boxer. She's an entrepreneur. She's an influencer with her own YouTube channel. And if she answers this call, I think it'll be her first interview since over 50 million people watched her leave Piers Morgan speechless. Hello. Hello, Elbrook. Hi, how are you doing? I'm so good. That was the most British hello I've ever received. Hello. Hello. Do I sound like Adele? <laughs> Actually, you do. But that would be more like a hello. Hello. Yeah, true. I haven't had you that know? song in ages. Before we begin, I have to ask, are you in a Ferrari right now? I don't have one, so I feel mm. like it's completely not fitting. But the, the amount I earned this month, I could probably buy one. It's been crazy. Oh, my gosh. We need to talk about this. Okay. So I is it true I am your first interview since your video with Piers Morgan went viral? Yes. I haven't, I haven't spoke about it since. It's been, I probably should have taken advantage of it and speak about it more. But yeah, I've just been you know, like soaking it in. Oh, good. Well, no, you're holding out for me is the correct answer. Yeah, I just, am holding out for she you. She's just waiting for phone a friend. 
friend. You are also going to be sort of my first look into the world of OnlyFans. And and sadly, this isn't the first time a man has tried to shame a woman publicly on television. So we have a lot to unpack together. I'm an open book. Honestly, I have no filter whatsoever from what you can see. And I think what works well is that you can't shame me. Oh. I'm extremely shameless. Yes, good. And overnight, you really have become this outspoken symbol of a strong, confident woman clapping back at these traditional standards that old men think they can impose on young women. You can use that for your Instagram bio, by the way, if you want to just pop that up there. I like that. Thank you. I'm not that smart. <laughs> yeah. Should we call you like OnlyFans model, porn star, sex worker? What are you comfortable with? Honestly, I'm comfortable with anything. I think that I never actually done porn, so I'm not actually a porn star. But I think when I was like growing my accounts, I always like loved that word because it held so much power. Like an OnlyFans star doesn't have the amount of power that the word porn star does. Like that's as high as it can go. So I, I am everything and anything. I'm in a content creator, but I do so many things. I love that to you, porn star is the ultimate sign of power. What defines porn? Like penis going in vagina? For me, porn star is specifically porn. So you're being paid for a shoot. Got it. So OnlyFans... You can make videos at home doing anything and then sell them. But does that make you a porn star? I don't really think that does. That makes you an OnlyFans model. Does that make sense? Yes. And I have so many more questions because as you can probably guess, I am not a porn star or an OnlyFans model. I am an elder millennial podcast lady. So I want to like find out from you how OnlyFans works. It's like a little bit of OnlyFans 101. Does that work for you? Yeah, of course. So you have an OnlyFans account. It's up to you what you post. Like every creator has their own boundaries. Um, it's, it's unique to you. You're a content creator. You can put out what you want to. Um, and then a subscriber. Well, you can even have your page for free. Um, but you you set a price for your page, whether it be free. I think there's a limit. But $25, $5, etc. You can hold sales and that kind of thing. Per month. Per month. So right. they pay the subscription fee up front uh-huh. and then you can you can pay for additional costs and that's uh, unique to the creator such as messaging pictures unlocking videos you know everything is unique to the creator gotcha and how is it different from instagram now because i feel like i see a lot of areola on instagram oh my gosh i'm thinking how are the i i get the post reported for the most minor thing and i see actual boobies on the feed like proper boobies Proper boobies, Elle. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. But OnlyFans is like anything goes, right? There are, there no... are things that are too taboo for OnlyFans. Uh-huh. So if you're doing like uh, poo-poo content and that kind of thing, you're not allowed to. There are some rules, but anything goes, as per se. Fair enough. Okay. What do you do in your videos? Feel free to go into detail. Yeah, uh, I do anything. I think I haven't done for a long time, but I've been doing this for a while now. So when I first started and when I first started taking it seriously, I was like, I want to shoot as many videos as I can with people. And for me, it was mainly with other girls anyway. I've only think I've only done videos with seven guys, which is still a lot, granted, but it's not loads and loads. Mm. And it's fun. Like the whole um, kick you get out of messaging someone to create content, to meeting them, knowing that you're going to, you know, get your kit off and get at it in a couple of hours. It's all um, a thrill. Uh, You definitely get an adrenaline rush through it. Wait, because a lot of it is like you can build your following if you meet up with another creator and you do a video together, right? 
Yes, of course. So you want to, in a sense, meet up with the bigger ones because then you both get more out of it. You share fans. You're then um, shown to however many fans they have on their account because per OnlyFans rules, they have to tag you. Gotcha. If you have an OnlyFans account, yeah. Okay. And there are three-ish, two to three million creators, I think, now on OnlyFans. The average creator only makes $180 a month. What range are yeah. you earning a month? Oh, a lot more than that. Yeah, I, I'm a, <laughs> as I said, I'm, I'm 0.01%. I'm, I'm as good as it gets. Um, I, I'm really, really comfortable. I'm not as as rich as like Bad Barbie. I think that she made like 50 million. Like that's crazy. I'm nowhere near that, but I'm definitely comfortable. She's modest. She's modest. But it's a lot. It's a lot. You're, you're, you have earned millions of dollars from OnlyFans. Is that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, 100%. I'd, wow. I'd comfortably say I'm a millionaire, yeah. She's a 25-year-old millionaire. Okay. When you say special requests, messaging, et cetera, you can get, you know, paid more for that. Have you, what kind of special requests have you gotten? What are the craziest things? Oh my gosh, like anything, like, um, you know, like people wanting to like buy weird items, like like this straw that I'm sipping out, like yes. I'll get a request to be like, can I buy that straw? Anything, no. anything no. goes, honestly. They want everything you've touched, especially if it's to do with sweat or if they smell. Like some people request pants, but the more expensive pants, the people that, you know, if you've worn them for seven days straight, which but I've never done that. <laughs> underpants or like a Lululemon legging? either leggings oh. also but i mean like like knickers like knickers. panties like knickers yeah people are so wild they want to see armpits belly buttons throats like most of the time you don't even need to do anything sexual like they have such a niche thing like some people love cigarettes like smoking and they'll just want to watch you smoke and they'll pay extortionate amounts of money to watch you smoke well i don't do that anymore i'm being a healthy queen um, what have you done? What is the most ridiculous thing you found yourself doing? I like this one because it makes me laugh. But this one time I had to do a video where I was raped by a ghost. <laughs> L, what? <laughs> I know. So you have to pretend like, oh, no. Like, uh, I was really young. I think I was like 22, 21 when I did it. But it was really fun. <laughs> well, as long as you're having fun. That sounds like you could earn an Oscar for that, actually, on another platform. Truly, that's real acting. I'm in the wrong job. I'm a mattress actress. <laughs> uh, hey, and you had to bark like a dog for somebody. Is that true? I bought like a dog, anything. Like people, I think people just love um, making you yes. do something. Does that make sense? Like, oh, what's the weirdest thing? But then I think people must get off to this thing. Like they're trying to get you to lick out like a dog bowl, like drink out of it. Oh, like everything. I mean, if you were to get an offer on that straw, would you sell it? Of course, I'd sell anything. I have, yes. I've sold spit, socks, pants, underwear, anything it i would sell anything there's a price on anything i'm i'm a money woman i enjoy money i like materialistic things so for me that's what i do oh my god <laughs> do you have to be naked to be on OnlyFans? no you don't have to be naked i think there's um a lot of creators that say like uh dominatrix that um men pay money to be degraded and i i've, I've done this as well they'll pay you to give them a task and then they send you the video of it for example they'll lick the toilet they'll go to a public restroom and like lick the side anything you tell them they'll do it and the worse it is the better and i think it's easier to for example if you're a really famous person and you just get like um you know like bikini or lingerie but they still pay so much money but for me i grew from the bottom and had to put dicks in every hole for the bare minimum <laughs> and now now i'm famous so i'm like oh i didn't need to put that in like three places but uh, it's just how i've grown <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I wish I was one of them. Yeah, but I can't. It's um, it's something I enjoy. I don't mind doing the most. <laughs> we are only ten minutes into this conversation, and I'm I'm in, and not any holes, just in to the conversation. Mm. Because I honestly like you read all these stories about middle-aged moms who are making millions on OnlyFans, and I honestly thought to myself. Should I be on OnlyFans? I mean, I have four stars on WikiFeed. Is there a place for me there? Yeah, 100%. I think you could sell feet pics. I think even if you, you're such a, like a celebrity that you could literally just do lingerie and teasing, and it'd make so much money. Like, it's so much easier for a person with a platform um, to start on OnlyFans. That's the hardest thing. Like, the right. OnlyFans part is the easiest part. Like, I can make a sex tape tomorrow. Ah, that was easy. I was just getting fucked for a living. But it's the selling it and the promoting it. Like, coming for a living's fun, but then you have to sell it. That's the hard part. So you're saying I could start without putting anything in any holes, but end, you know, go Because you there. have the platform. Because right. people are probably thinking, like, I'd love to see, like, what you look like naked, but... They don't know yet, but it's just like the curiosity, I think, with a lot of celebrities as well. Well, even my own husband isn't thinking, I wonder what she looks like naked. I don't, oh, I don't stop think it, that you're gorgeous. there for me. Okay, I do want to get into this business savvy, because how much do you charge for a monthly subscription? It's always on sale for 15, but then I get resubs at 30. Okay, so between 15 and 30 dollars... Yes, is what I take per subscriber each month. And then gotcha. whatever they pay extra for, right. which is tips or purchases, different things. Wow. And so one of the things that Piers Morgan was so bothered by was the fact that you were in law school, but you gave it all up to make sexy videos on OnlyFans. You were en route to become Elle Woods, decided to stay Elbrook. Why did you decide to start an OnlyFans in the first place? Well, I was at uni at the time and I remember this girl that I became friends with because I did a different type. I did premium Snapchat at the time. And um, it's just, I think a lot of girls in like my era, how they started. But um, this girl was like, I'm earning $10,000 a month. I was like, $10,000 a month. That's so much money. I'm like a broke law student, like uh -huh. so many times. I've had like an overdraft. I've had like three pound left of that overdraft. I've been broke upon broke. I've had to choose between food and backy at the time because I used to smoke. Like I've, I've you know, I've, I've not come from a rich family. I've come from a cancel estate. Like I've, that's mm. to me, I was like $10,000 a month. I can, I can achieve that. Like I, the girl at the time, she wasn't anything, I don't want to be rude, but anything special. She sure. wasn't a really A-class celebrity. Like she was a normal person. Um, so I thought, hey, if that's doable, then I can do it. And, and that's how I started. And I think um, a few news ago articles, they've taken what I've said, but they've said it wrong. But I, at that time when I was at uni, I was earning $30,000 a month. And that's when I dropped out. They say that's what I'm earning now, but that's that's when I was at uni. And I was wow. like, why am I, why am I at uni? Like, this is like $30,000 a month. This is what most entry solicitors are earning a year. Wow. Were you at all nervous or trepidatious when you started? Because, you know, once you show crack, hard to go back. Yeah, no, 100%. I think... Um, no, I think I started kind of slowly. And um, when I first started premium Snapchat, I did it with no face. So ah. I was just doing the body and I was uh, um, still earning money. And then um, I started um, showing my, my non-face, like showing my face. And then within like three weeks, everyone knew like in my hometown and everything. And it's not as big as it is today. This is way pre-COVID. So OnlyFans wasn't a household name. So that was a bad time in my life. And at that point, I was a bit 
upset and you know like you're getting passed around in different group chats like oh this girl's starting and only fans was she doing premium snapchat look what she's doing but then that gave me the motivation because i thought i'll show you and i just grew my brand so if anything those people from my hometown hating they defined me they grew me wow i mean i'm going to insert an air horn sound effect for that <laughs> Honestly, because of course you feel that initial shame. That's a strange thing to know that people are talking about you in that way, but you used it to drive you. No, 100%. And you mm. know, if I ever saw them in real life now, yeah. I'd be like, thank you. you. Honestly, when I say they made me, they pushed me. Because I thought, I will show you. I will show you. And now they must think, oh, damn, we went to school with Elbrook. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Guess what's going around their group chats now? You calling out Piers Morgan on national television. I mean, bam. What has OnlyFans allowed you to buy? And don't be humble. Um... Well, I've got I've got so many savings. I haven't bought anything yet. That's a that's <laughs> a law student right there. Yes. I'm planning to set up a few little businesses. Um, but other than that, I'm saving for the house of my dreams. And I think that's why I don't I have nice cars, but I don't have any Ferraris yet because I'd rather own something first than just have like dispensable things. Elle, this is so good to hear because I think your quote that went so viral was about your kids crying in a Ferrari. You don't yeah. have a Ferrari. You're not out. Th- you're not doing this so you can buy Bugattis and Ferraris and Chanel purses. You're being yeah. wise with how you save and use the money. And I love to hear that. I mean, that's like the smartest thing you could do. I am materialistic. I'm very materialistic, but I know that OnlyFans isn't forever and I have a goal and I want a life for the long term. This isn't, you know, this is temporary for me. I don't want to be doing OnlyFans forever, but I want to be making that money and setting up a future for myself. Yes, you do. And and by the way, me too. If I can get enough subscribers to this podcast, I might be able to afford a Honda Odyssey. So here's hoping. (laughs) Okay, I want to jump into the Piers Morgan conversation. And because I'm petty, I just want to remind people that this is the same man who has publicly humiliated his female co-stars on television with sexist remarks about their appearance. Okay, he mocked Greta Thunberg for having Asperger's. He even debated whether or not Meghan Markle was being truthful about having suicidal thoughts. So you are invited to be a guest on Piers Morgan Uncensored. You knew he was famously an asshole, right? Yeah, 100%. They they asked me. They 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 asked me to be on right. that show. I can't I keep seeing everywhere like Elbert's got the best PR team managing to get the, her on that show. I'm like, they oh, asked me. They chose so me. Why did you agree to do it? Because of the platform, I knew this was a great opportunity. And I knew that I was going into the lion's den. I knew that was going to be did. extremely hard. Uh-huh. I knew. Um and I knew the topic, um but I obviously don't know any of the questions he's going to say to me. But when, when he started coming out with them, I was like, damn, I get these on a daily basis. I can answer these. Oh, wow. This is literally what every single guy says in my DMs. It's like nothing new to me. So Pierce saying it. And it's really funny because he was on a show and I didn't meet him before because he had a whole, um, I was only like 10 minutes of a long, like few hours program. And I sat down for a couple of minutes. He was like, oh, so what did you do? And I was like, oh, I was at law school. And then a couple of minutes later, he's like, you went to law school. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. So that just started as like a pre-rolling conversation. Casual. He's yeah. kind. He's positive. And then cameras are on. He's quote unquote uncensored. And he, and he goes, he turns on you. I know, but I think the best thing is, like, all he was doing was just trying to shame me and that kind of thing. Whereas, yes. you know, like, um, like, one of the things he said, it's like, you're an online stripper. I'm like, no, I'm way worse than yes. that. 
like yes. you, you you kind of take that that power away from him because you're you're kind of you know taking it unseriously I guess you were taking the power away from him at every turn L that's exactly what you were doing because he is blatantly trying to demean your job he's trying to demean your success he says things like I'm just disappointed what do your family think of this I mean they must be incredibly disappointed surely you sound yeah. awful grotesque you could be doing something so much better yeah. for the world than this couldn't you how did you keep your composure what were you really thinking or would it was there anything you really wanted to say no i think um i'm really cool-headed anyway uh. i knew that if i if i was going to argue with him if i was going to raise my voice and i was going to angry he won ah uh. you can't he would win that uh. so you have to stay cool and you have to kind of Play it off. And that's just good advice for anybody who ever gets into any argument. The minute you lose your cool, they win. I mean, that's like yeah. words to live by. You're also a professional boxer, though. So did any part of you just want to jump over the desk and take him down? Imagine. No, I just thought I couldn't help but to look at him yes. in like a really condescending way. Just thinking like, like, you've had to get me on here to get you views. Like, that's what oh, I kept thinking. I love that. Like, yes. I just, like, I am here. You're giving me a platform. This is going to be aired to millions of people. I yes. can't think of a more famous person to be sat next to right now. And you're grilling me about OnlyFans, which is what I need to voice to people. That I do OnlyFans. Everyone know you're saying that I do bad stuff. Great. Tell them how bad my stuff is. Tell them how <laughs> grotesque it is. Let them know so they subscribe. You're doing my work for me. Oh my God, Elle. Yes, yes, yes. Even when they're like, oh, you did law. And I'm like, great. I didn't need to tell them. Now they know I'm clever at the same time. I love that. I love that so much. He indirectly did my work for me. He did. And there is something like I was looking at him going like, this is an old, I mean, his old white conservative man is showing, you know, why do you think that this man has such a negative opinion of you and what you do? He's only there to argue with me and make me look bad because he knows it gets views and sure. it didn't work for him. So I don't know whether he actually had that opinion on me, whether it's bad, because I know that from a, like, a conservative standpoint, you want people to work, you want them to make money. And that's exactly what I'm doing. You know, I have six employees on payroll. I'm a business and wow. I'm putting people into work and that kind of thing. So he can try shame me as much as he wants, but for his values, only fans girls stand for their values. They're making money. They're contributing to society. They're good for the economic system. Yes. And by the way, if anything, the way that you and only fans girls are doing it is smarter and safer, right? You own your own brand image. You make all of your own decisions. You are in full control. Exactly. And we own our own content for life. Like, you yes. know, when I was saying about a porn star, they do a scene for five hundred dollars, five hundred pounds, and that's it. They'll never make a cent off that again. They can't use it on their own pages. They've sold the rights to that video. So for my content, you bet. If if I'm still working at forty, I'll be selling my sex tapes when I was twenty one. <laughs> you know, it lasts forever. It's a recycling. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You know what? My theory is that part of me thinks that these old conservative, typically white men, 
These are the same type of men, by the way, who are controlling or trying to control women's bodies with abortion laws yep. here in the U.S. These men are so afraid of women gaining power, especially, yep. God forbid, young, beautiful women. The mm-hmm. idea of a 25-year-old woman earning millions on her own is threatening to Piers Morgan, in my opinion. And this is the only industry where women make more money than men. So why are you shaming it? There's need and supply. This is like one of the only industry. The gap is absolutely crazy. Like you mm. would never see this in any other industry. And worst of all, conservative, white, normal men, you better subscribe in on OnlyFans. Like, like that is a massive target market. Oh, please. So why are you shaming it? It's just yes. because you're into it. Yes, I mean, it's true. Piers Morgan acted like he had never seen porn before. Like, oh, he just he just pulls all the ladies in real life. Come on. Exactly. Like, everyone shames the people who do porn, but they love consuming it. Oh, I'm sure they do. And I really actually want to erase that thought of Piers Morgan in consuming any sexual content from my memory and mind. I think, too, like, I looked at him speaking to you and I thought, man, there's just a lack of general understanding from him and older generations of what it takes to succeed on the internet, period, as a content creator. Like so many people dismiss that line of work, but it takes so much intelligence. Like you said, you have a payroll. Six people are on it. Is it true that your mom is is on your payroll? Yeah, she is. She has been for a couple of years now. Yeah. So your work actually supports her? My family. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I have two younger brothers. And, you know, when I grew up, I didn't see my mom a lot. She was doing 12-hour shifts all the time. And for my brothers, they can live a lot better as a family Mm. with the help I give her so no I'm and she does she does an absolutely great job so I'm glad to have her as well that's amazing you know on on Piers Morgan there was a lot of discussion around the stigma that will sort of forever be attached to you for doing this work it could ruin your chances of future employment of having relationships what is your response or your experience with that of course, and like future um, employment, absolutely. I think, you know, I can't go into like a teaching role or anything to do with like sensitive employment. But then I guess, I think you, you these are the, the dangers and the worries that the creators need to have when joining. They need to understand the long-term effects that can have, because essentially it is pornography and with different lines of work than that's not okay but with relationships as well like as long as you're you're open with people I think a lot of men for example they'll fetishize and only fans go on like oh I absolutely love her but then they're with her and then it's a different story now you're mine Ah. we we don't like you anymore like I I like the fact you're a sex worker but now we're together I don't like it so for me relationships not really an issue right now I think that if I was dating and I was trying to find the man of my dreams but I'm extremely independent and for me for the foreseeable future anyway I'm just concentrating on myself and if the right man comes he comes but am I looking for him no but that was kind of frustrating for me too watching that interview is that Piers asked you a lot about your future children and I feel like there's always this argument right there's like oh what will your kids think there is this shame around women because there's an assumption that women are just wombs who were born to be mothers and wives and I don't think that that's a fair line of questioning because you you may not want children. You certainly don't want them now, right? Exactly. And I think that this is like one of the job roles. Like, as you said, like two to three million people do OnlyFans now. It's definitely more normalized. Like, is that always going to be the stigma? I don't know, because it's when I first started, it's definitely got a lot better. And this is in a few years. Mm. Mm. And and I, I and truly, like, even if you do have children in the future, 
as a mother of three, I think your kids just want a loving parent. Exactly, exactly. Like Mm. there's so many mothers that do sex work just to provide for their family because they can't make that money for other work. So the fact people shame them, like, that, that fucking sucks. I think people are extremely narrow-minded. Yeah, absolutely. And can you just, because I think that some people, and I, I admit sometimes myself included, have a hard time understanding where you feel empowered. You know, obviously like a Ferrari is great, earning your own money is great, but not if you feel at all degraded or ashamed by how you made it. So can you just talk to me about how you, or why you feel empowered by what you do. Because I've I've made my own money and I've started from, you know, someone that grew up in that house that I lived in, like statistically would have never have been a millionaire. And mm. I made everything. I started from the bottom. I have, you know, spent sleepless nights doing what I do. And I, I'm extremely, I don't want to sound bad, but I'm extremely good at it. So that's empowering to me. I never, ever regret any part of my journey. I don't find it anywhere near degrading because this is something out of choice that I want to do and that none of my own boundaries has ever been crossed. How has business been since the Piers Morgan interview exploded? Absolutely crazy. Like I've already had my biggest month like uh, like quite a few days ago. No. I've done some crazy, crazy months as well. Like I've dropped like the biggest and the best sex tapes with like J-Mac and Johnny Sins and just being on that show excelled it so much. Like he, it's crazy that this, this man that goes against every single value that I hold helped me so much. Oh my so God. So I really appreciate Piers Morgan for giving me the platform on this. It couldn't have gone any better. Oh. And I'm going to events now and everyone's saying to me, cry on a Ferrari. Like everyone has seen it. I can't believe how viral this video has gone. Like the amount of celebrities that have DM me just saying like, you go girl. And that kind of thing. Like it, the response has been mental. Ellie, you need to make merch. They can cry on a Ferrari merch. I mean, that needs to happen like next week. Please get your mom on that, okay? And by the way, you don't just create adult content. You also have a hilarious, fully clothed YouTube channel where you have a series called Sex Education. So before we go, I thought you could give me some sex education. I am going to list off some British sex slang terms. Yeah. I would like you to educate me on what they mean. Okay, gosh, you're testing me. (laughs) I'm testing you, yes. With a game I am calling... The Great British Wankoff. The Great British Wankoff. The word wank is extremely British, isn't it? Well, let's start with that. Okay, as fast as you can, define these terms. Wank. Wank. Wank is where I use it for female, but where a man or a woman masturbates. Ma- so, and so when you say you're a wanker, that means like you're a masturbator? Yeah, but anyway, or you're just being a dick. Like anyone just, <laughs> it just means you're being, you're being bad. A- okay, <laughs> yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Piers Morgan was being a wanker in that interview. Oh, extreme wanker. Perfect. <laughs> King wanker. King wanker. <laughs> oh, I love that. Derivatives of the word. Willy. Willy is a penis. Willy ah. is so cute. Oh, I love no. the word Willy. <laughs> Wait, is it an insult to have your penis be called a Willy? Does that mean it's it, little and no, cute? No, a okay. Willy means anything. A Willy, whether big, small, bent, blue, anything. Willy. <laughs> Pete Davidson has a Willy. Pete Wentz has a Willy. It's all Willies. Yeah, all okay. a Willy. Willies. All a Willy. Fanny. Fanny. Fanny is just a vagina, but also the same as a willy. Oh, 
As in, it's like, like not a bad term, oh. just the name of it. Or you could use them in like a derogatory term to be mean to someone like, fuck off you, Willy. But you wouldn't really say that. Oh, stop being a silly Willy would say that. Oh, that's cute. Okay. <laughs> um, fun fact, I had a great aunt and uncle married for like 50 years named Fanny and Willy. Wow. Yeah. They found <laughs> each intense. other. They found each wow. other and fell in love. What is a bell end? The little slit, the little hole. Of the penis? Yeah, I can't. Like oh, the urethra hole? so specific. Like you'd use it as uh, like a like a swear word, like fuck off you bell end. That's very British. It'd oh be my a bell God. End. Okay, it'd be like saying fuck off you tiny little slit at the tip of the penis head. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know why we okay. use it. <laughs> it has a better ring, bell end. Knob, is that also penis? Yeah, that's also the word for a penis. We have loads of words. So for a many penis. words for penis in the UK. I know. My God. Willie's my favorite. Willie. Okay, good. Good to know. <laughs> bollocks? Bollocks. Balls. Oh, sweaty like, bollocks. Oh, yeah. Like testicles. <laughs> or you know the term, the dog's bollocks, which no. means good. You've oh, never heard of that term. Never. You'd How would say, you use that in a sentence, L? Like. This drink is the dog's bollocks. It means it's great. <laughs> and when you sell that straw, it is also going to be the dog's bollocks. Oh, exactly. Okay, we have a positive connotation. Okay, last but not least, jubblies? Jubblies. Oh, I'm not too sure. Are they just boobs? Sound like boobs. boobs. Just boobs. Jubblies. I'm not too sure. They sound like boobs. Jubblies. Okay, jubblies. Jubblies. Like my daughter would say, mommy, eat jubblies instead of eat boobies, yes? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, jubblies. Oh my God. And that is how you play the Great British Wank Off. The Great British Wank Off. Hey. Yay. Elle, thank you for blessing me with your first post-peers interview. Did it feel good to be interviewed by not a raging misogynistic asshole? No, I love this. And you know what? It's so nice, especially because you said you have like a, like a really woman-orientated audience. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's going to be interesting to see this response because like, um, it's, it's definitely a new audience for people to get to know me because, you know, I'm not this just sex-raged addict that just does sex, sex, sex. Like, I'm a normal person and it's, it's cool to get the people to know the real me. Find her, Elbrook, on YouTube, TikTok. You're at the Dumbledong on Instagram. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to find her on OnlyFans, she's Elbrook there, and she's only 15 to $30 a month. Exactly. Bargain. You're so smart. You're so funny. I feel like you have this huge future just in entertainment. Oh, stop. Thank you. I think yeah. that that's definitely the aim. Just the cameras. I'm just a born natural. I'm like, where's the camera? She's <laughs> a natural. Do you know how many people have been on Piers Morgan and have not been able to like dress him down like you did? I mean, truly, you are a natural. I cannot wait to see what you do next with clothes on or off. I will be supporting you either way. So um, thank you. Good luck with everything. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. Now we have to say bye. I'll see you and speak to you again soon. Okay. Bye. Oh, she blew me a kiss. She blew me a kiss. (laughs) Bye. Elbrook, everybody. Blowing me a kiss from across the pond. I love her. Truly, I love that conversation. Admittedly, I have been judgmental about women like her. I, I think I've been a little Piers Morgany in the past, but she really is someone who's changing that narrative, not just 
for me, but for like millions of people who have seen her on that show. She's taking the power back. And honestly, if she feels strong and empowered and safe and confident in what she's doing, then why shouldn't she do it, you know? I really, I love her. And I do think she's so smart and funny and she does have a future in entertainment that does not involve fannies and willies. So thanks, Elle. We'll be watching you. You're the dog's bollocks. Did I use that right? I think I did. After the break, another exclusive. What? We can't stop giving you exclusives. This one involves a former guest making one of your dreams come true. What? That's next. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We're back! And you know what I get the most voicemails? On Thursdays, okay? You listen to the episodes and then you call in right away with urgent thoughts or follow-up questions. I know this because I see your calls come in every time. Again, definitely a programming error on my part, okay? Should have gotten chat GPT to set up my voicemail box. Instead, I set it up and I did something wrong and now every call comes through my personal cellular phone before going into our show answering machine. And after our Pride episode with Priyanka aired, this frantic call came in. Let's check my voicemail. Check, check, check your voicemail. Hi, Jesse. It's Megan. I am calling from Northern Ontario. Uh, I am obsessed with your podcast, For Reels. It gives me so much joy in the week when I know it's Thursday. Um, and as I'm sitting here at my desk job, all I keep singing is Bad Bitches Don't Cry by Priyanka. It's been stuck in my head ever since that podcast. So my question to you is, do you ever get a song, and let's be honest, an inappropriate song stuck in your head while at work or doing other things where that song shouldn't be stuck in your head? I look forward to hearing your response. Bye. Oh my God, yes, Megan from Northern Ontario, I have the same problem. Bad Bitches Don't Cry by Priyanka is such a jam. I too have found myself singing it at all hours of the day. Bad Bitches Don't Cry. Bad Bitches Don't Cry. Bad 
bitches don't cry. Like I'm just always walking around singing it, and I want to play it in my house, but I don't feel like I should be bumping it out loud in front of my kids. You know, like my five-year-olds right now are very much in the poop fart stupid phase of life. Recently, they started saying loser because they saw it in the Mario movie. They're just like, they hear a word that they know is kind of bad and then they just experiment with it. And I can't have them walking up to their summer camp counselor like, good morning, bitch. You know, and they would. So I need to be careful. I also need bad bitches don't cry in my life. So I reached out to my friend Priyanka. I said, Pri Pri, The moms of the world need a clean version of Bad Bitches Don't Cry. And you know what she did? She fucking delivered. uh, Megan, may I present to you a world-exclusive premiere of the clean version, the safe-for-work, safe-for-kids version of Bad Bitches Don't Cry. Bad bodies don't cry. Bad bodies don't cry. Bad bodies don't cry. She would, might do like bad witches don't cry, but no, bad baddies. I mean, really nailed it. Thank you, Priyanka. This is not out yet, okay? This is truly an exclusive, but hopefully after this outcry from people worldwide, or at least from Megan in Northern Ontario, you will release a clean version for all to enjoy. Okay, Priyanka, please put it out. Put it out. We need it in our lives. We need our kids to get more drag queens in their lives. And hey, do you think ChatGPT could replace Priyanka? Should we find out? Oh, yeah. Priyanka can't stop. This pressure's hot. Suck it up like a lollipop. Let's go. They told me, no, I'm at the top. Yeah, check my flow. Never let a hater make you act like a hater because they bitter that you're better. Don't forget a bad bitches don't cry. Bad bitches don't cry. Bad bitches don't cry. Uh. Sorry. No, when a robot says, check my flow, (laughs) it just, it doesn't have the same flavor, you know? It has about the same amount of flavor that I do saying, check my flow. Thank you for your message, you bad bitch, Megan. (laughs) Bad baddie. And you know who's the ultimate bad baddie, Jason? Who? Elbrook. Yes. She really is, right? Like, isn't that how you would describe her? Yeah, she's awesome. Thank you, bad baddie Elle, for taking my call, for giving me the first exclusive post-Piers Morgan interview and making him look like the old asshole he is on live television. We wish her all the success in Ferraris in the world. Jason, are we just going to keep bad baddies going here? I think so. Yeah, feels right. you got to. It feels right. It, it's again, it's just another exclusive on this podcast. Truly, we just we keep them coming. And you know what? Can I say this? Permission to tease next week. Yeah. Next week, another exclusive on the podcast. A Selling Sunset cast member is coming to me to tell her side of the story. I am the new Piers Morgan <laughs> of Selling Sunset. That's going to be a big one. Until then, have an amazing week. If your kids are getting out of school, good luck, thoughts, and prayers. And now I have to go pick up my kids from summer camp because Evan is still playing golf. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week, Jason. Have such a good week. Thank you. I mean, let's be honest. I'm going to talk to you in five minutes. But yes, we'll, we'll, we'll also talk next Thursday. I'll be there. Okay. Talk next Thursday, everybody. Perfect. Bye. Bye, bad baddies. Let's throw it over to another bad baddie. 
Rio? Phone a friend was created by our mommy, Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a Friend is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.